0: so um i wanted to start this off by going a little inside baseball or like behind the curtain or whatever um because there's there's something that like i've noticed as like this weird trend like at work and i think that you can sort of like not maybe contribute but like attest to this being a thing also like because obviously you and i work in very similar fields we're both i guess in the greater delivery industry, right? A courier and mail person or whatever. Have you, and, and because of that, we get, like, access to various buildings and places that a lot of the general public might not get. Or You know, we get a little bit of a backstage, behind-the-scenes action in, in a lot of places. And over the past month, I have really noticed... I mean, it's something that I've, I've noticed in general, like over the course of my time working this job, but it seems like it's been a lot more concentrated recently. But I've noticed a shit ton of security personnel, like really, really, really into Alex Jones and Joe Rogan. Hmm. And then the one guy, there's one guy who I kind of chuckle around with And he works at one of the courthouses in the state, and he's always listening to, like, Alex Jones or Joe Rogan, like, really, really loud on his cell phone speakers, like, at the little metal detectors and shit. And today he was listening to something else, and it was, like, some dude named, like, Brian Knight, or, like, something Knight, and he's, like, some big libertarian guy. And I thought that it was so fucking funny that a security guard was like super into this libertarian podcaster because it, that seems like you know like a fucking butcher who's really into a vegan podcaster. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: yeah. I see where you're going with this. I I, I have to admit I don't really know. I don't know any um, besides that experience where you have one. You'd have to have a security guard that is comfortable enough to anything on speaker oh these motherfuckers are like but that's the thing is like these aren't
0: like young guys like they're fucking like old ass men who just obviously do not give a fuck anymore Mm -hmm. you know because yeah a lot of the times when you get to like a lot of the state and like city buildings the security personnel are just straight up like retired cops who just like do not care and this guy definitely does not care about anything
1: yeah, I mean, you know, like J- Joe Rogan's jacked. He's like the epitome of like, you know, super masculine, whatever type of shit, you know, the motherfucker like, you know, eats elk all the time and like pretty much only eats elk <laughs> or at least was for a while. Like, you can't get any more masculine than that. And if you're going to be a security guard, you're kind of like in that type of field, you know? Which I don't really think there's anything wrong with being. Joe Rogan masculine, but I guess if you, then there's Alex Jones who is like, got that deep voice, you know, and it's like, oh, and you're sp- yelling into a microphone you can like when you when you see him doing it you could see his fucking veins in his neck and shit like like there's that too like i totally see why they would why that would be a thing for security guards to listen to i don't know who this brian knight guy is i but, think his name is
0: brian knight don't quote i i if i can find it in my like search history i'll get his actual name but it's like something knight
1: I don't know it, but like the libertarian thing is such like a it's so weird how that's still David, around excuse me, it's is, David Knight. Oh David Knight. And his his, his, still uh, his Twitter
0: handle is libertarian. Hmm. Libertitarian. Mm, oh god. Yeah, I exactly. just like Yeah. Cause I had to ask him who the fuck it was because it sounded like it was Vosh. And I was like, there's no way that this dude is listening to like a left-wing podcaster. And I was like, "Who are you listening to today, man?" He was like, "Oh, I'm listening to the David Knight." And I was like, oh, "Okay." He's like, "Do you know who that is?" And I was like, "No idea, man."
1: I think for a homework assignment, maybe we should both like listen to like three or four of his podcasts, and then
0: I'm not doing that. And... No way. That's not happening. No. That. Well, I... There's no way that that's I. I listen. Well, to too I mean, it'd much, be interesting
1: like, because we have we both don't know who he is, but I guess you can really kind of tell what he's going to be talking about. The same thing they always fucking talk okay, about. Okay,
0: so if if you want to get a little Guns. sample of what this shit is, um, if we go to his uh, to his Twitter. Hold on. I was just on it. Yeah, so if we go to David Knight's Twitter real quick. um, The pinned tweet is, Every authoritarian state that rigs elections tries to legitimize the steal by talking about massive voter turnout. The same thing we're seeing now in USA. So that's the pinned tweet. 22 minutes ago, he said, Technology is a tool and can be used for good or evil. Governments and NGOs have forged technocratic chains using hashtag blockchain total hashtag surveillance hashtag tracking hashtag tracking again but then with a capital T instead of a lowercase t Mm -hmm. Uh, coercion into hashtag cashless financial system run by central banks hashtag global ID hashtag
1: ID 2020 why isn't I just don't understand why this fad hasn't left yet the libertarian fad because it's I I see why I see why a lot of people would I see a lot of people why a lot of people would go into it being like ooh anti-authoritarianism I hate the you know I hate like dictatorship government or whatever but then there's got to be a point where like wait a minute every everywhere I go there's a company on my ass asking me for money for whatever I do like it seems like I, I don't have any freedoms I always have to you know there's always someone I have to fucking pay up to there's like its own its own little dictate. I thought I thought people would see that, but I mean, I used to be super libertarian. You know this. I'm sure you had like a little go at it at some point when you were younger. Everyone did, but then you know you just kind of like grow out of it. I thought you know everybody like like watched Ron Paul on YouTube for like like a couple weeks or months or whatever. But I just don't understand why it's still such a thing because I I don't know. There's just.
0: Because I, it's the most American political ideology that exists, and it's one that you can be really into and literally have to have zero familiarity with any type of theory to like screen right, the it's, talking it's, points.
1: Right, there's no solutions. Right, it's all, it's all like just you know, it's all about the market and it's all just sit around and like that's how it is. It's a lot about it's a lot of that's how it is. Well, it's a so lot of
0: it's a lot of just fuck you. I won't do what you tell me. And that's, yeah. like, the most American thing that, like... that That is, like, our main export is just flipping people off while just... Like, that's just, like, you know? And so people take that as being, like, But I don't get
1: that because it's, fuck, you don't... I won't do what you tell me, but then you go and you have to, to do... You have to... You know, there's so many... There's so many like other, there's so many companies that you have to, like, succumb to. Well, that's like, why a lot of these,
0: like, big, like, talking head, that's, like, also, like, the funny part about a lot of these, like, big deal, like, super platformed libertarians, is they talk about how, like, you know, like, America needs to be free, and the, you know, the rulers are unjust, and, like, this whole no gods, no masters thing. But then they're doing it all on, like, Twitter and fucking YouTube and places where it's, like, you had to, like, sign paperwork. Like, you had to, like, you're do being tracked, the terms of being, services. Like, you're talking about Yeah, the how- government
1: has no... The government's not even tracking you anymore. You could pretty much throw your social security number out the fucking window. They don't need to. Because they, they have... You they have signed like, up for everything. Right. Like, it's not the government that's tracking you anymore, dude. It's just these companies, like... The, go- the best the government can do is like call these companies up and be like, hey, can you give us that guy's information? That's what they It's like it. Yeah, do you remember when they tried to do that and fucking Apple got
0: in all that hot water because they were like, yeah, we're not going to just like tell you how to break into phones, dog.
1: Right. Exactly. But you're giving all your information to these companies and they are tracking you now. And then it's just a matter of time before an authoritative figure uh, in the government is just like you know what? I need all of this information. So now we're going to just take over this, you know, like for like, not like foreign policy or like war reasons or something. You know what I mean? They're just gonna like, I don't know. It's just you're just banking your information somewhere else. Well, like, just, in a it's just it's always
0: it's always very funny to hear these libertarians like go on their fucking anti-authoritarian rants because for some reason they like. They only think of authority in terms of like elected officials and like the government and they haven't adapted to, you know, the past thirty years and how the real power, like you were saying, is companies and shit. And so what their whole like the market will regulate itself. Like laissez-faire capitalism, like let the you know, let the consumers decide who's in power. Like, cool, you are legitimately like trying to install like the least democratic form of any type of civilization imaginable but you're you're trying to get there through this whole like i'm not gonna have an elected official tell me what to do but i will get told what to do by that guy because he's a millionaire which means that he did something right so he's actually worthy of of my servitude as opposed to a career politician
1: yeah exactly yeah and it's, it's sad to see that that's still kind of a thing it's just like why is that still a thing i just don't get it
0: well it's never going to go away because you're always going to like have some fucking dude like alex jones ranting and raving into some microphone just being like the frogs are turning the government's against us and we're the bolsheviks
1: podcast makes me realize how much i don't fucking talk know talking about how he's going to put a boot in your ass because it's the american way that was fun. That was tight. I will. I'm gonna be, you know, I'm gonna I'm in this, man. I'm in it to win. It. Historical trolling is the
0: funniest shit. Oh, I'm
1: never gonna have sex again. All
0: right, we're done. I'm ending it. I'm ending it. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. Hell yeah, buddy. But yeah, I mean that's it's just really funny to walk into a courthouse and just hear like on a speaker, like on the other corner of the room, like And then the Democrats think that they can go and do whatever they want. And I say no, America. Uh, And it's just like, hey, man, like, there's like someone who's like trying to figure out where rent court is. And Mm -hmm. they like just kind of have to talk over a phone where people are just screaming about how like the fucking, uh, the Democrats rigged an election. (laughs) Like, what the fuck is going on?
1: Dude, things are real weird right now. And it's about to get real bad because the, you know, the Senate has, you know, they're now on Thanksgiving break everybody's going to Thanksgiving right but yet we are about to uh, there's definitely an emergency happening where I think things have to close down again but you can absolutely not do that without a stimulus you just can't or at least without saying look nobody can they're not going to do this but like a rent freeze across the board you know what I mean It had to be more than
0: rent freezes, though. It had to be rent freeze, mortgage freeze, utilities. It would have to basically be hey, we are legitimately shutting down the economy and not just shutting down people's paycheck.
1: Exactly. Now, since that's not an option, the closest thing would be just some sort of stimulus, and you're not even going to do that. But yet, there's going to be a point where we have to close things down again. But I will say, I just, it can't happen unless there is some sort of thing like that to go along with it, or else you just have. I mean unless unless this is what everyone wants, and you know this is kind of like a conspiracy theory thing what if that's what the final thing is just like you know this is the the easiest way to like make everybody go into crazy poverty and crazy debt, and like you have like the people on top looking down you know what i mean like be basically becoming you know slum lords in India. Like, maybe this is the final step. Now, obviously, I'm just being crazy at that point. But I'm just saying, like, you can't do that, right? You can't, there's no way to really do that without a stimulus. So what's what's going to happen? It's, gonna, it's scary, right?
0: Well, I mean, I guess Biden's saying that he's down for a stimulus, but not, like, a, as big a one as, as previously, you know, thought. But also, like... it just
1: sucks, because we waited so long. Now we need, like, one that's triple sides
0: oh yeah state. no it's completely mm-hmm. ridiculous I mean everyone's scrambling right now and, and the scrambling won't stop because Biden isn't Biden is no breath of fresh air and this whole like going back to normal like sure that's true but normal sucked ass to begin with and like the only reason mm-hmm. people cared is because Trump was very openly shitty as opposed to like diplomatic and cunning and coy and like you know, playing basketball with people and, like, hanging out and giving people fist bumps. Like, it's going to suck ass regardless, and people are freaking out and clamoring, you know, in the, you know, in the government and, like, in big business because capitalism has failed. Like, anyone who says that capitalism has not failed when looking at the current state of the country is either lying or just has such intense tunnel vision that, like, it just... it. I don't I don't know
1: how to like communicate with you. Well, yeah, because well well they look at thing they, they open up the paper in the morning and they look at things like, Oh, look, the Dow Jones Industrial hit thirty thousand. First off, I have no idea what the hell that means. But yeah, I'm like okay. Part cool. of, so, I'm part of the fifty percent of America that doesn't own any stock. So Yeah, like, but
0: it's like it's, yeah, we have all of these like metrics of wealth that do not apply to a majority of the country. And Mm -hmm. so it's like, okay, cool, like, the Dow went up today. That's sick. Was your cousin able to find a job today? Oh, oh, that's cool. Like, the the Dow is up. That's awesome. Like, did your aunt somehow magically gain the ability to afford her medication today? Is your brother still fucking homeless because he missed out three mortgage payments because he was laid off? Like,
1: And it doesn't take a genius to, because, you know, the Dow is all tech. That's a tech thing, right? So... It's all these tech companies that are all online and people have to they're they're doing people are basically doing all their shopping on Amazon. Right. This is the black. They're not doing Black Friday as a day anymore. It's like a a whole week, I guess, to make sure that people aren't like stomping over each other, uh, which is fine. But like everybody's like kind of like, oh, we have to stay home. So they just order everything off Amazon and that's like an online thing and like a bunch of tech companies and like the new PS5 came out and like all these things and like this is all just tech stuff, right? And it's only tech companies that are, if you look at any other of the uh, Wall Street metrics, they're all down, right? They're all like super down. And also just the outlook of like, when you look at the ones that aren't purely based on the stock market, you look at just like consumer like, I forget what it is, the consumer lookout and index wherever the fuck it is. Whatever the one where you ask like real people like how do you feel about things? It's like at an all-time low because yeah. It's it's a bleak outlook, dude. I and you know what it's weird throughout the whole pandemic there was people buying houses. And you're buying a house. Mm-hmm. And like how are people buying houses right now? I don't understand. I
0: mean, I can tell you how I did it.
1: It, well, I'm talking about like, I mean, you have a job. And I guess there's, I guess people are working from home. There's a lot of people that are just working from home. I guess that was a dumb question because now I, I'm realizing. Yeah, that was pretty dumb. This is the best time to buy a house, right? Because no. if you do have a well, job. I mean,
0: it's, the market's well, I mean, really weird right now. Like, Right. Anytime That's a house, I mean. like, because I, we work with like some real estate people. And it's like, if a house goes up for sale in like a desirable spot. The one lady I know was saying like, "Oh yeah, like you'll put up a house at 9 a.m. on a Monday, and by noon there'll be 30 offers on the house, and no one's even gotten into the house, like got into the house yet."
1: But my thing is, is like, how? I just don't understand. Like, well, because you're, because there's well, two different, there's two different countries, right? There's two different countries, and it's probably only in the desired places that these houses are being bought. You just have, you just have a different, you have. So you have the wealthy people and then you have the people that are just trying to get by. And then um you have people that just can't afford rent is the craziest thing. Well that's that I don't understand. There's it.
0: more than two Americas. So this whole like rich people, poor people thing, like there's a lot of different like classes within up. that. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of nuance in there. But like I mean, if you look at like the housing market specifically, like a lot of people are moving out of the city. So you're having a lot of houses for sale in the city. Also, a lot of people are like what happened in Baltimore, like in the summertime is a lot of people were putting up their rental properties. Right. So like if you own like three houses in this neighborhood that's close to the fucking colleges and now the students aren't going to be here for at least two years, you can't make any money off that shit anymore. So you're just going to, you know, you're just going to dump it. And so that's like, yeah. that's why it looked like so many people were like buying houses is because so much shit was going up for sale. But also like, if you think about like how things worked like economically, like for the past five years, like starting, you know, like in January, like ending, excuse me, ending like in January this year, like if you were like, quote, like a normal person, like what, what, what we're supposed to view as like the normal person. Yeah. hundred
1: thousand like, dollars a year in baltimore
0: no what the fuck are you talking about jordan that's a normal person right no it is not god damn it no just shh, just give me a second and don't interject with any dumb shit like if you're just like a normal fucking person who's like a normal working class person you probably have like a couple grand stashed away that's like what we're told right is like you're supposed to have a couple grand stashed away not a lot of people do but let's say you were saving for your wedding you're saving for your honeymoon like the people i know who bought houses this year were all legit. Like. Oh, yeah, like I I had a couple grand saved up because we wanted to go on this fucking trip. COVID happened. Now I have like, you know, a couple grand just like sitting in this bank account and figured, fuck it. The interest rates are really low. I'm going to buy a fucking house right now. And like, Mm -hmm. that's like pretty much what I was able to do. Like, I was fucking broke at the beginning of the year. And then when everything happened, it was like, oh, I guess like any money that I had put away for anything now is out the window. I I can't go out and do anything fun anymore. Now I'm just going to save up for an entire year. And I was able to also the interest rate and just like buying houses in general right now is so easy because if you're in the city and any city, because everyone's freaking out about people leaving. So, like, I mean, my I was able to get my house for so fucking cheap. It's like it's almost infuriating, like how much work I put into saving up money. And now when it comes to like closing, I'm putting so little down. And it's not even because I like fucking dope at money. It's just literally because like they want you to buy a house right now because they need people paying taxes. Right. And so like, you know, like it, it's going to be weird being a fucking homeowner, but at the same time, like, yeah, the rental market's fucking ridiculous right now. Like I'm not, I don't want to pay rent to anyone ever again. And like, it's right. fucking insane that like people still have to do that. Like it's, yeah. you know, and, and it fucking sucks. And obviously like, You know, a lot of people will not ever be able to buy a house. I am fortunate that I have not even a good job, but I've just been able to work through the pandemic, and, like, I was able to budget because I was just locked in my apartment for a year.
1: Yeah. I mean, you were able to trick people into thinking you can afford it. Yeah,
0: essentially. But, like, it, like, yeah. No, like, (laughs) it's it's just, like, it's just been fucking crazy thinking about, like, the housing market and, like, just the mass, like, redistribution of, like, residential properties right now, but... I mean, it really is at this point, like, anytime something goes up for sale, it immediately gets offers put in just because no one wants to rent anymore, and people are, like, afraid of, you know, dealing with landlords and shit, and they also, like, people want to invest
1: in something concrete, so they're pulling their money out of stocks, and they want to put it into a fucking house. Yeah, I guess the thing I'm confused by is, like, I just don't understand because... Houses are so expensive. Like just but, in but, general. But they're right? not is the
0: thing. They're not. It's like they're just I mean, they're not. I will be paying my mortgage is hundreds of dollars less than what I'm paying in rent right now. Wow. And the amount that I have to put down on this house is not a lot compared to what I make in a few months. Right. Like, I'm putting a very small amount down, and my mortgage is very, very, very reasonable. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Like, I'll put it this way. If I was going to rent out this house, it would be over double what my mortgage is. And that's also how you know that all landlords are fucking scam artists. But, like... It's very right. cheap to own. It's very cheap to buy a house. Now, if you don't have good homeowners insurance, which is a fucking scam, then like anytime something breaks, that's when like the expenses come in because you're buying the washing machine, you're fixing the roof, you're fixing the foundation, you're fixing the plumbing and shit. But like just acquiring a house. The hardest part about getting the house is having the money for closing, which is a, normally like what five to 10 grand, depending on where you're, you're at. Right. We'll, we'll say five grand. Like, that's right. the thing that's holding most people back is just the, the getting that, like, five grand. But then once you get that five grand, like, you're paying less for mortgage than you would for your rent.
1: Yeah. You know? Okay. Interesting.
0: Yeah. And uh, obviously, like, the whole, like, private property versus uh the personal property and, like, owning a house comes with its own, like, ethical stuff and, you know, renting out rooms and all that shit. But I'm just saying, like, and I've, like, struggled with this whole thing. How many bedrooms is your house? Three. But it's like, but it's just like the, been this whole thing of like me being like, like having like weird feelings about like buying a house and like being like a fucking homeowner and all this shit. But like at the end of the day, like I need a place to live and I don't want to rent anymore. Yeah. And I can't get a place for fucking free. So I'm going to have to buy something and like I have to play into this mm-hmm. system. And it's like, I think homeowners insurance is a fucking scam and all this shit, you know, like around it is a fucking scam. And like the prices of all this shit are fucking scams, but I have to do it. Like, so, like, I have to have insurance to live in this house. Right. You know what I mean? And it's just like the weirdest thing is um, security systems. I didn't. If you
1: were a a libertarian, you'd be like, God damn them for making me buy insurance when I might not need it.
0: Mm hmm. It should be my right to not have any insurance. It should be my right to not have to put in smoke detectors and, and a security system. It should be my right to, you know, if I want the roof to cave in, I shouldn't, I should be able to do that. Like, I don't need to have the home inspected. But um, yeah. No, one thing I learned uh with this whole process is like how you have to have a security system like in the city to like get a decent rate on your fucking um, Homeowner- homeowner's that makes insurance. Sense.
1: Yeah. It makes sense. I, I mean, mean, it like... does
0: make sense, but it's literally like either you're paying a bunch of money for the security system in order to have decent homeowners insurance, or you but don't. Does it get just that. having a
1: ring count?
0: No, no. I learned that too. The ring. They they don't want people to have ring. So they want, Why? they want you to have a home, uh, they want you to have a security system that automatically contacts the police because with the ring system, people have been taking justice into their own hands and so people are just like getting into fights and like beating people who like would be robbing them and then that just becomes a whole like insurance nightmare because now you have to like figure out the claim for like getting into a baseball bat fight on your front steps.
1: Interesting.
0: Yeah, Exactly. And so, like, the insurance companies across the board, from my understanding with the homeowner stuff, are like, because they even asked me, they were like, are you going to have a security system? And I was like, I don't know. And they're like, well, I'll tell you now, like, if you don't, your insurance is going to be fucking insane. I was like, all right, sure, I'll get one. And they're like, so are you going to have one that calls the cops or doesn't call the cops? And I was like, well, I would- Get
1: Simply Safe."
0: And I was like, I would prefer one that doesn't call the cops. And then they were like, well, if you don't get one- that calls the cops is going to be a lot of money because we don't want you out there getting into a knife fight in your front yard. Right. And I was like, oh, so you just want like someone to break into my house and have me like hide in my closet for the police to come <laughs> three hours later, so you don't have to do like an insurance claim for when I like fist fight some dude in my kitchen. And they're like, yeah, pretty much.
1: Yeah. Interesting. I did you know. But then why are rings so popular? Everyone's got their, because f- they probably have a ring plus something else.
0: Well, because you don't have to fucking get up off the couch. Someone rings your right. doorbell and then it shoots up to your phone and then you can be like, leave it on the porch. You're like I don't care. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. But also like, I don't know. The ring Ring is also very a very funny thing to do. Like in our line of work, I don't, I, I really don't ever use them. I normally just knock on the door, not some weird like. I don't oh, want I never use.
1: Fuck that, dude. I I've definitely had people complain though, because I'll, I'll like leave a package. The Ring thing is there, but I just knock. You know, and there have been, definitely been times where. The ladies, the lady was like, "Hey, you know, we, you know, the package was out here, but we didn't know it was out here. Why didn't you just like press the door? I'm like the doorbell right here, and I, you know, I'm just like, I don't, I don't like that thing.
0: Oh, I don't have anything against it. It's just like I, why?
1: Here's why I don't like it. Because we have to leave notices sometimes. I don't know if you do. Do you have to leave notices?
0: It depends on. For the most part, no. Like at most, I'll like leave my card." But we don't okay. because we don't do like normal post like we, we're not like normal parcel stuff. So like right, right, right. it's all like on demand or it's stuff that I like legally can't leave or it is a thing where they specifically are like leave it at the doorstep.
1: Well, so if I go up and I have a certified letter, nobody's home and I ring the fucking ring bell because what happens is I, you know, you ring it and then you start to write down the notice, right? I start always, even if they probably are home. Just so that by the time I leave it, um, they'll, uh, by the time I leave it, I've given them enough time to come to the door or not. But, you know, I'll be like writing down, they're not home, and they answer on the ring, and then now I'm talking to this motherfuckers and a lot of times they're like, "Well, can you just like leave it there?" And I'm like, "No, dude, I need your signature." And he's like, "But I'm tell-" And then it just gets a, like, "Now you're taking up my fucking time cuz I've got to explain to you why, you know, I can't just leave it here." You know. You're the
0: reason why people don't like the post office, I think.
1: That's fine. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, and the that is, that, is that like, answer no, like is also why people don't we like the post office. We have a lot of Dude, it's insane how much fucking work we have to do. And the time, it's its all about time, right? I mean, its I don't have fucking time to sit here and talk to you like this, you know? A bunch, you know what I mean? And that's just, especially right now in, in during the holiday season. But once a, once someone tells you they can't leave it, just leave it there. But that's not the case like almost 90% of the time. It's like, Come on, just leave it there, and you know I don't want to go to the post. It's like too fucking bad, you know. Yeah. But anyway,
0: I mean, that's the just the only time I like ever really have anything like that is when we try to serve people, and then it'll be yeah. like I have to give it to blah blah blah, and they're like, "Well, he's not here, but I'll take it." Like, no, you can't. Well, I'm his wife. I don't care. You can't. You know, and that that's mm-hmm. the only time I ever get in the whole like. Just give it to me, I can't, why not? Come on, man, It's like no, that's the I, I thing can't I don't do understand
1: that. about some people's like personalities where they like they don't get that there's just things you can't do, like restricted delivery stuff where it has to be a certain person or above twenty one because it's a certain drug or something, and then people people will argue with you and they just don't get that you like you just straight up can't like there's no reason to be arguing because like I can't do it, so I don't know, oh yeah, dude. P- fuck those people. Um so before we get to
0: a smoke break, I want to we need to stop talking about just like the mail. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, for sure.
0: Um so have you seen all this stuff about Tucker Carlson now being like on the other side of Pizzagate? And like all the QAnon
1: people like hate him now? Oh, no, this is a uh, no, I didn't I didn't see this. Yeah. So I'll Basically, like... Give me the rundown.
0: Yeah, so he was, like, interviewed by... um, Or he was... Excuse me. He was interviewing somebody, and they were, like, talking about... um, I think they were talking about Pizzagate stuff. It might have been about the fraud stuff, but... um, He basically was like, do you have any evidence for this shit? And then they were like, no. And then because he asked for proof of their claims... Like the internet was like, they got to Tucker Carlson. He's one of them now. <laughs> but let me read you this article from uh, from The Guardian real quick. All right. Um, Donald Trump continued to gravitate towards his new right-wing media allies at TV channels One America News Network and Newsmax on Tuesday, even as heavyweight supporters Laura Ingram, Tucker Carlson, and Rush Limbaugh distanced themselves from the president's attempts to overturn his election defeat by Joe Biden. On Fox News Monday, Ingram said unless the legal situation changes in a dramatic and unlikely manner, Joe Biden will be inaugurated on 20 January. Carlson claimed the 2020 election was not fair, but admitted Trump had lost it. On his radio show, Limbaugh attacked Trump's lawyers in Pennsylvania, led by Rudy Giuliani, for failing to provide any evidence to back claims of voter fraud in the state. You announce... Massive bombshells, he said. Then you better have some bombshells. On Tuesday morning, Trump pinned Carlson's monologue to his Twitter page. But he also retweeted a string of messages by Randy Quaid. In one, the actor echoed Carlson's claim about trust in election infrastructure, demanding an in-person only paper ballot revote. Are you listening, Republicans? Trump tweeted. But in another message, short... Or shot in extreme close-up and flashing light and spoken in bizarrely hammy tones. Quaid quoted an old Trump tweet. Fox News daytime ratings have completely collapsed. Weekend daytime even worse. Very sad to watch this happen. So I guess Fox News is starting to actually turn on Trump. Because everyone's like, dude, it's over.
1: Yeah, I mean, it would make sense. I mean, if you want to be fucking... You're a major news network, whether you be shitty or not or a propaganda machine or not, you eventually have to come to terms with, like, Joe Biden's going to be the next president, so you have to deal with that reality. And you can't just be, like, for a straight year being like, should have been Trump. You know, you just can't do that. It's not viable for a business model.
0: No, it's it's really not. And this is sort of leading me to really give um, more credence to the idea that Trump will start his own news network because he, I mean, I don't know. I think it'd be pretty easy to argue that Trump really propped up Fox News for the past like five or six years.
1: Without Trump- Well, he propped up all everything. I mean, the newspapers, all of them, not just- Well, he well, okay, what I meant is that he was the only reason-
0: that Fox news really surged and like Tucker Carlson was like the most watched like news thing in the country was because it had like this endorsement from Trump and like vice versa, this like close relationship to the sitting president. And now that he's distancing themselves, he's going to suck all that support right out of Fox news. The only thing that they had was that they were the Trump network. Like, honestly, like, that's really all that they had. You know, they're, they're local affiliates or whatever, but, like, the nationally syndicated Fox bullshit. It's just synonymous with, like, MAGA and Trump. And now that they're pulling away, like, they're done. Like, they are fucked. But um, here's, the, here's the QAnon thing. So this is from Newsweek uh, f- from the 20th. QAnon believers react with anger as Tucker Carlson says Trump lawyer provided no evidence of voter fraud. Believers in the QAnon conspiracy theory reacted with anger and dismay on Thursday after Fox News personality Tucker Carlson appeared to criticize one of the lawyers challenging the 2020 election results on behalf of the Trump campaign. Carlson told his primetime audience that former prosecutor Sidney Powell had not provided any evidence that votes had been changed by electronic voting machines as she argued at a press conference earlier that day. The Associated Press called Powell's claims fictional tales. The Fox News host whose show is one of the most highly rated in cable news, said he had reached out to Powell to hear her case, but she wasn't willing to cooperate. Carlson's opening monologue was also published as an op-ed on the Fox News website. In it, Carlson took swipes at the media, but ultimately raised questions about Powell. Quote, "...we've always respected her work. We simply wanted to see the details. How could you not want to see them? So we invited Sidney Powell on the show. We would have given her the whole hour." We would have given her the entire week, actually, and listened quietly the whole time at rapt attention. But she never sent us any evidence, despite a lot of polite requests. When she kept pressing, or excuse me, when we kept pressing, she got angry and told us to stop contacting her. When we checked with others around the Trump campaign, people in positions of authority, they also told us Powell had never given them any evidence to prove anything she claimed today at the press conference. Powell did say that electronic voting is dangerous, and she's right, but she never demonstrated that a single actual vote was moved illegitimately by software from one
1: candidate to another, not one. Yeah. I actually feel bad for um, the... I guess I don't, but the the lawyers in this... Well, I guess Rudy Giuliani and that lady. Um, because, I mean, how do you fucking... How do you defend something that just isn't true or real like it's that must be really difficult and frustrating
0: I don't understand Um, anymore how like I I, it really has to be a thing where it's just like people can't admit that they were wrong or that they lost or they're losing or whatever but like just like this doubling and twippling and
1: quadrupling down on this like they cheated narrative well, it's also it's you know everyone's getting drowsy about it. no one gives a fuck anymore they everybody's come to terms with it really like not not i mean not as supporters, maybe, but when it comes to like you know like play things like Fox News or anybody in the media sector, um, they're just kind of like you know like what do, what are we supposed? we have to be on at twenty four hours a day? You know what I mean, like what do you expect us to keep saying here like we have to like we have to move on, you know. So I mean there's nothing I, so to move
0: on to, you know what I mean? But like right. and again, like they spent fucking 5 years only talking about Trump and now they have to like wean themselves off of him, deal with the withdrawal and then figure out something else to devote their time to.
1: Well, there's plenty there. I mean, you can uh, you can attack Joe Biden however you want to. You can attack, you know. Uh, just, yeah, but again, know. like they only focus on Trump. So it still has to tangentially be about Trump. Right. Fox News so once is he's... always going to be talking about Trump. Yeah. No, you're right. Um it, I I am surprised at um that that I'm surprised at what he was saying. I mean, it's kind of it's kind of it's it's interesting that they are you know, they're just kind of they're yeah, they're definitely turning on him. Pretty like want like staunchly like one a full 180 degrees you know?
0: i mean i guess they are but they're still not like like it's like the whole thing even in like a lot of the government shit now where like no one is saying that he lost they're all just saying that he needs to like get his shit together and like like they're saying everything except for right. like you lost dog you know
1: yeah i guess, I guess you're right they're like where's the evidence and that that basically means yeah he's like literally still begging hope, them to give but... him
0: anything to work with. He's basically saying, if you give me the smallest crumb, I will make that into a months long like expose. But you need mm-hmm. to give me something. I am chomping at the bit for any type of evidence. Right. I will pay also, for evidence.
1: Trump keeps tweeting like, oh, big announcement on like you know the fraud in Georgia and shit. Like, and then like it never happens because there's or, like, nothing guess... to announce. Right, but like, why would you just keep? I guess it doesn't matter. Well, because you know, he has to like keep people whipped up in a fever pitch. Right, but it's like, look out! Huge bombshell coming, and you know, for people like us, it's like, all right, let's hear it. Let's yeah, hear I'm, the,
0: even you I'm know. waiting. I've been waiting for a while now. Where's but it's the, not even that. Where's e-
1: the beef, but, buddy? But it's not even that. Like you, ex- you would expect him to drop something, right? Even if it's like completely nonsense, but it like doesn't really ever happen. Well, because there's, like
0: yeah, but I mean, honestly, it's just like, there's nothing happening. Honestly, like, so this, the way that Trump is treating this election and the way that he's treating his loss and the like, big news coming soon, we're gonna get you, we're gonna win, like, it reminds me of like, the very classic trope of like, the divorced dad who always says he's going to come that weekend to like take you camping and then never shows up. Yeah. And then just be like, "Oh, sorry, sport, something came up. I got to we can do it next week for sure and it'll be the best weekend of your life."
1: Yeah, like, but in those narratives, at least at some point the kid grows up and like gets over it and like doesn't stop expecting the dad. Like, when is that going to happen? I mean, that's where we're all at. Supporters.
0: Like you and I and people are at that point. And slowly, other people like Tucker Carlson's at that point, too, where it's like, I guess you're right. Every fucking day, every week, it's always the next week we're going to get the big announcement. In two days, we're going to have the big, the big thing from Michigan. Just wait, Pennsylvania. You better watch out, Arizona. And then it comes and goes. He never addresses anything and then just moves on to the next big announcement that he's going to make that never, it just constantly like, Here's the thing, and then it doesn't materialize, and then it never gets addressed. And it's like, are we not going to talk about the fact that you have said you're going to pick me up and take me out to see a movie for the past two months and you just haven't? Like that's very right. much like what this is. It's like, you can only tell me so many times that you're going to come and like, you know, take me to the batting cages before I just know you're not going to come, and I'm like, I'm not going to wake up early on a Saturday for this anymore. And I right. think that more and more people are starting to get that way with Trump, where they're just like, yeah, he's screaming about something in fucking North Carolina or whatever, but like, I don't, I don't care. Like, this is whatever, dude. Like, you're not,
1: right. you're not going to fucking pull up. Like, you're not going to fucking shit. do anything. Right. 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 Yeah. Um, so I really, really quick, uh, the GSA finally on Monday, um, whoever that fucking lady is, Cindy or whatever the fuck her name, Murphy. Oh, I'm sorry. Emily Murphy. That's her name. Finally approved Biden to start the transition. Still didn't admit that he won. No, he didn't, but he was like, but he tried to take credit because she was straight up like, and I came to this on my own fruition. And Trump's still like, Hey, um, so, you know, I just didn't want, she was getting so much harassment. She was getting bullied. So I just didn't want, you know, I didn't want to see her go through this or you know, I didn't want her to be bullied anymore. So I just decided to allow it to happen because you know, I didn't I don't like seeing someone else get hurt or whatever. And then she was basically just like, No, I mean I did it on my own. Like but, but that's still but that shit is so fucking
0: wild. So what he's basically try what he's saying there and lie maybe so it's like, Are you lying or are you telling the truth? So what you're saying is that you were controlling this person and instructing them not to initiate the transition team, which I'm no fucking lawyer. Sounds like a crime to me. Some sort of obstruction, right? Oh, yeah. So you're admitting that you were obstructing the transition, but you won't admit it. So now you're saying that you ordered her to go through with it. So you're proving that you had the power to tell her what to do.
1: he's doing that but here's the genius of it maybe maybe he instructed her to deny it so that if it were to be brought up in court in the future at some point for obstruction or something um why you're holding this these funds from biden when this is a very important transition period um Maybe it was a it it would be a way of like, look, no, he wasn't obstructing anything. She said she did it on her own fruition. So I mean, there's a whole bunch of fuckery that could be happening
0: i mean, i I don't like to draw a lot of the like Nazi comparisons, but I'm really, really starting to think it's more and more likely that we will have like, a Nuremberg trial-esque thing involving the general Trump administration and, like, a lot of the transition and just, like, a lot of the goings-on. And I think that a lot of people are going to flip on Trump and be like, you know, we were just following orders. And then it's going, we're going to be stuck in this, like, quagmire where Trump is basically saying, like, I didn't do it, but, like, I wanted it to happen, but like, it's not my, like, I can't control these people. I just like suggested it. I never gave any direct orders. And then everyone else who actually did the fucked shit is going to be like, yeah, I'm listening to the president because he's the president. It's not my, like, he tells me to jump and I have to do it. I don't
1: know what to tell I, you. Man. I don't want to go that far to think that there's going to be some sort of Nuremberg like trials. I just, I, mean, I don't, I don't think it's going to be running... like
0: on that scale, but I definitely think there will be a lot of like litigation happening, like in the wake of Trump. And I think that everyone's going to just be like, either I was following orders or they're going to be like, huh, technically, my name isn't on the paperwork. So, how are you going to get mad at me for it? My underlings didn't. We'll did see.
1: That. We'll see because you, like you said, if it's Merrick Garland, it could go either way. He could either want revenge or he'll be like the moderate, you know, lawyer that he is. I can't then, imagine um,
0: that he's going to be out for blood. I can't imagine anybody that Biden is picking is going to be out for blood.
1: Right. And even Biden himself, Biden himself basically said if there is an investigation, I won't interfere, but I'm not going to like advocate. Do you think he's going to pardon Trump? No, hell no. He'll never pardon him. I don't think so. I don't think No, man. He straight up they both you First off, I think he would pardon say, I think he would pardon Trump in order to be no, the ultimate right. good guy No, because you don't offer to fight someone behind the bleachers, you know? I mean, if that's all for show.
0: Biden's not going to buck and, like, do anything interesting. No. The only you know interesting I, thing he's going to do involving Trump, I swear to God, will be to pardon him.'t because he doesn't want to damage think... the institute because he does it he wants to protect the dignity of the institution.
1: I hope I really hope not man I really hope would not. you be surprised and, would you honestly
0: be surprised if Trump gets charged with something and then Biden pardons him in
1: order to be like we have to stick I'd be together. surprised and this is why because I think with all all said and done I think Biden does love his family and stuff and like the kind of shit that Trump went after his sons for and shit like I I just don't see him giving him a, a one up and you know in that regard or giving him a life up, you know, a one up. I just don't see him doing that because of if, if Trump didn't attack his sons or, you know, or do the birtherism thing with his buddy Barack, you know, I just think I, I just don't see Biden doing it.
0: Nah, I do. Cause he's a pussy. Um, but it's a uh,
1: smoke break time. Dun, dun, dun.
0: So, um, yeah. Oh wait! Before we move on, um, I have two small corrections from the last public episode. When I was talking about the 9/11 Commission, I accidentally called it the Warren Commission because I always get those mixed up, like the name oh, okay. mixed up. So is on the Warren Commission about like, Warren's uh, JFK? And the 9/11 Commission was just the 9/11. Commission.
1: Okay. Yeah,
0: but I always get them mixed up because they're both commissions. Um, So that was an oopsie. And then when you were talking about fucking Peru, and then Chile got brought up, and I was like, what the fuck? I know we were talking about Chile before, and then you tried to say that I was thinking of Bolivia, Chile was the place where they just voted to redo their constitution. Do the constitution. Yeah. So that's why we were talking about them before, but it like slipped the Bolivia my Bolivia was the,
1: the one time. with the election stuff.
0: Yeah. Bolivia is the one where the socialist, where Moss won. Yeah. And then Chile is where they are rewriting their constitution.
1: And my whole segment on Peru was basically because I thought we were talking about Peru, but we were talking about Chile. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, we, we fucked up that basically we don't know shit about south america i know i don't
0: it's one of my biggest insecurities like in terms of (laughs) geopolitics is like i i don't know anything i'm starting to to force myself to learn more like i'm trying to learn more about south america but like it's one of those things where it's like south america and then like asia like east asia are these weird places where like as someone who's like on the left you should be like somewhat knowledgeable about these places because these are like practical applications of this like theory and ideology that you like but a lot of like white westerners don't pay attention because it's not
1: you know it's not they're just like you said the extraction sites they're not like you know the places where i mean they are the spots where major things are happening but they just don't flaunt about it or they're they're kept in a bubble by the outside world well it's not it's
0: yeah i mean like it's it's not white people so other white people don't and like myself included like if we think about like socialism and communism like you think about fucking russia and then you obviously think about like china and stuff happening over there because it's like always in the news but like you never fucking think about like cambodia or fucking vietnam like you never think about like what's happening in south america or like parts of fucking africa or like in like the middle east like
1: you only think about so like, much history there with yeah. like that kind of shit. Like one hundred percent, Venezuela with like anarchist politics back in the day, and like Bolivia with like the Che Guevara thing, and like you know, and then uh, Cuba, fucking shit, dude. There's like all kinds of shit.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, like there's there's so much. There's just it's like a, it's such a rich vein of practical application, and it's it's interesting how a lot of it gets ignored.
1: You know, what? I'm gonna, I yeah, I'm gonna start to read about. South America like crazy. Now. God, is it like, gonna I'm be really a thing where
0: you just like watch the motorcycle diaries twice?
1: No. I've seen the motorcycle diaries. And I've also seen the 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 Che, the double the two movie series thing. That's fucking interesting with um Benicia del Toro. Mm-hmm. That's a fun watch. Yeah. But yeah. I already did that. I've done did that. Yeah. All right? Oh, okay, cool. But yeah, couple years ago.
0: No, all that shit's like. I mean, yeah, I don't want to repeat myself, but yeah, no, that's that's the the, these are the places. The non-white parts of the world are the places to go to look at practical application of left uh politics and and like social organization because these are the places where it sticks. And the reason it sticks isn't because they like aren't educated and they're like easily gullible and like they need white saviors. It's like no, they have been fucking ravaged by colonialism, imperialism, and capitalism, and now the people. Like, not now, but, you know, like, these are the places where revolutions are ripe because they have seen the negative part of all of these ideologies that we in the, quote, West only, you know, think about, like, in terms of, like, theoretics. Like, none of us have relatives who were murdered because they didn't meet that day's quota for fucking rubber extraction. Like, none of us, like, had, like, parents who were fucking kidnapped as, like, forced laborers. But then, like that's a very real part of like life and all these other parts of the world. and so these people need community organizing because they have outsider threat like it's it's a very real thing. and like the practical application of leftism is one hundred percent like feasible in these like you know, developing in, in big air quotes. I know that's not like the correct mm-hmm. term, but you know, like in these yeah. developing nations and parts of the world. But then, like people in the West, like don't ever fucking think about that. Or the closest they get is like, uh, you know, like like uh, trade union movements, which is definitely fucking tight. But that is completely different than like post colonial organization, which is like yeah. a very real thing like happening today.
1: Yeah. You know. No, I get you. And uh, like I said, I want to learn more about it. We should do a thing where we kind of like. I'm
0: uh, yeah. I'm. A a friend, not like a
1: segment, but like we should just like, you know, do our own little. I'm working on. I'm working on it. I have a. I have a friend who lives,
0: um, in another country, and they're like actively involved in some pretty heavy shit. So they said they would come on like once things, sort of chill out. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell
1: yeah, yeah. Um, let's talk about what do you want to talk about? I uh, what do you think about what do you think about Biden's pick for this new job? which I think is, could be a cool job, the climate envoy. He picked John Kerry. Who the, what the fuck has John Kerry ever done about climate? I mean, I could be totally ignorant,
0: but... I what? mean, that's just a fucking... That's like putting a household name in a cabinet position.
1: Yeah, but if you're gonna do that, why don't you just have Al Gore?
0: Yeah, I mean, I thought that too. Like, If you're gonna have like someone Like What who's... has
1: John Kerry ever said about climate ever?
0: I don't fucking know nothing to okay. the best of my knowledge, nothing. I mean, this is just like another moderate Democrat like filler. you know what I mean, like, and we're we are going to have this over and over and over again, the same discussion, just copy paste where it's just like, okay, yeah, here's another like old white dude who's part of like the establishment who's like very like non offensive. I would imagine the reason they didn't put Gore up there is because he wants to do this whole reach across the aisle thing and doesn't want to give people flashbacks to Bush v. Gore. He doesn't want to alienate Republicans who voted against him. And also, right. Al Gore has, like... I feel like people people make on. fun of him a lot. He gets dunked on all the time. Like, he really does, like, sort of get portrayed as, like, this weird, like, pansy nerd. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's on fucking and South Park and shit. Stuff. But, but he, like, really does legitimately, like, love that climate shit. Oh, no. I like mean, he, if if
0: the Biden administration, you know, was competent and they wanted to have this, like, household name, like, you know, non-offensive white dude in there, like, they could, I mean, yeah, I'm not gonna argue against that. They should have Al Gore in there instead of fucking John Kerry. Because at yeah. least Al Gore is, like, the face of, like, old white politicians who fuck with climate stuff. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah.
0: But I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, we're, I, this is going to be the entire appointment cycle. <laughs> it's just, who, yeah. why is that guy like, doing what? it?
1: What? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Have you, have you seen that meme about, like, it's like, I'm going to tell people this is um, Biden and Kamala Harris, and it's, like, Ted Danson and that chick from, like, Saturday Night Live? I don't know what that is. <laughs> oh, okay.
0: But, Fine. um, like, I don't know. I think a lot of the reason why we're going to be getting all these fucking, like, Weird milk toast candidates is because fucking milk
1: toast. Yeah, isn't that milk toast? Like fucking like boring. Yeah, but like milk toast. That's not a real like. That's not a real thing though, right? What are you fucking talking about? Are you saying that that phrase isn't a real thing? Are you saying that there is no physical product called milk toast? Both the phrase isn't a thing, and milk toast milk.
0: Toast, M I L Q U E hyphen T O A S T is a noun to describe a person who is timid or submissive. Interesting. Its origin is from the 1930s, from the name of a cartoon character Casper Milktoast, created by H. T. Webster in 1924. Cool, man. Yes, not that. From being an English-speaking
1: person. How have you never heard milk toast before? I don't know, dude. That is, I just, you know, some things just don't come to you.
0: Yeah, I know that you're used to things not coming, but like that is a real a real thing. But we're going to have more of these like boring candidates, these non-offensive dudes. Because Mitch McConnell and a bunch of these other Republicans have already been like, no, we're not gonna put any but like we're not going to let you put anyone interesting in any position of power in American government. Who the fuck was it today? It was either today or yesterday. God, was it fucking Rick it was either like Rick Santorum or fucking Matt Gates or somebody? It was one of those fucking like Republican chuds. And they were just like already signaling that they're gonna start like blocking anybody interesting that Biden throws up because they're going to be puppets to China. Like homeboy said that shit in some interview. He was just like, yeah, we're not going to let America fall into the hands of the Chinese with any like radical, like cabinet position picks.
1: Well, it's a good thing he's not in power anymore in any sense of the way. Right. Rick Santorum's not like a person anymore.
0: I forget who the fuck it was who said that. It was one of those fucking dudes. But yeah, I mean, like, that's like the general attitude, like, on the Republican side now is that, because that was like the whole fucking rhetoric. That was like, I don't know, like, I don't want to do this whole, like, dangerous rhetoric thing, but it's like when the basically, like, when the campaign slogan from the GOP was
1: America is at stake, like, people fucking bought into that. Well, here's the thing is like, especially with the stimulus thing, people, real people are going to start watching and being like, who the f- like why isn't anything happening especially with the pandemic stuff i mean if they're going to shut things down again and then also not have anything go through or not anything of substance go through i feel like you know hopefully they'll be the ones to blame for that but like people need to wake up right i i guess i keep saying that but like i don't know like mitch mcconnell's such a vile human being and not doing anything eventually's got, got to come back and hurt them, right? You would think?: You would think, but um it's not going to fucking and ever. also like obstruction can only be good for so long on your side, right? If you keep up if you're if you're going to obstruct every cabinet appointee, you know even Lindsey Graham came out and said, Biden deserves a cabinet." Yeah, but if well, you're, I mean if he you're Mit McDonald, and you're not going to allow anything to come through. There's got to be a backlash at some point. There's got to be, you know, someone that says enough, or enough people that say enough of this shit, you know.
0: But no one's going. No one's going to do that while Mitch McConnell is still alive. Oh, it was, it was, excuse me. It was Marco Rubio who said this shit. So, oh. so I'm going to go to a Hill article posted uh, today, actually the 24th. Uh, Rubio signals opposition to Biden cabinet picks. Senator Marco Rubio on Tuesday sharply criticized a number of president-elect Joe Biden's intended cabinet nominees, calling them caretakers of America's decline and suggesting he might vote against their confirmation next year. In a tweet Tuesday morning, the Florida Republican suggested that the president-elect's nominees went to Ivy League schools, have strong resumes, attend all the right conferences, and will be polite and orderly caretakers of America's decline. I support American greatness, the senator continued. Adding, I have no interest in returning to the normal that left us dependent on China.
1: Wait, what is he saying there? Is he saying that these these people are too qualified? They they're not like I said, holding up a fish. You know, they're not like some fucking off the street dudes. Yeah, they're well, not, it's it's the whole the, like what do, he wants people that like didn't go to college or doesn't have any. Pro- like well, proficiency he's, he's, in any sort of field. He's trying to signal to the whole like Republican notion
0: of like, you know, the uh the the Democrats are all hoity toity Ivy League, you know, people who have no connection to the down to earth, you know, muddy boots people that us Republicans represent and you know, Joe Biden's going to get more of these Ivy League, you know, snobby, like, highbrow people in here, and they're just going to take us back. So this is
1: a connection to, like, the anti-academics, right? The yeah, anti- well, yeah.
0: Yeah, 100%. That's, you know, that's one of the big parts of the Republican strategy is, like, hey, everyday voters, <laughs> these Ivy it's League so funny. people are, like... They're the ones in charge, and they're the ones who like these are Obama. They all went to Ivy League schools, and they don't represent you. I represent you. And it's like you're a fucking multimillionaire millionaire It's dog. so funny. Like, we don't want people that like have education.
1: Oh my god.
0: Well, that's you know, okay. and that's you know. So, oh, speaking of education, we I'm, can at least uh, rejoice that Betsy DeVos is getting the fuck out of there.
1: mm Hmm. Yeah. Did was she fired? I mean, Did she's, she fired her. Well, no. I mean, but she's or gone, she just stepped down. She, no, she didn't step down but i mean when fucking trump leaves she leaves too no i know that but i i I was under the impression someone had said that she had left already type of thing like she got fired no i didn't see anything about that Mm. she will be out of there that'll be great i wonder who he's gonna get secretary of education
0: i mean he should get elizabeth warren as much as she fucking freaked out about being a teacher and how her whole platform was how she was a simple educator yeah I mean that probably won't happen, but like you know she would be a good pick for fucking you know for that, but then again, you get in the whole like we need her
1: on the Senate, blah, 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 oh yeah, yeah, yeah you you really can't take anyone from that thing, you know, you can't really do that
0: I mean, I would imagine I
1: would... the person who's going to be in charge of the
0: Department of Education is going to be like like a rep- like a lobbyist for like Rand McNally textbooks or something. It's gonna be someone from fucking Texas that's been. You I thought know, Rand and,
1: McNally was the um like the Atlas thing or like the travel books. I didn't know they did uh,
0: It's all the thing. same thing in my mind. It's all like the you know there's like right. fucking two companies who make all the textbooks in the country. It'll be some mm-hmm. lobbyist for them. Okay. You know it's not gonna be anybody cool or interesting. It's gonna be someone who pushes like the status quo, like you know where they take the trail of tears away from fucking textbooks and say the slaves came here voluntarily.
1: Honestly, Stacey Abrams needs a position, right? She needs one, dude. I um, mean, look, she's yeah, not a governor. Yeah, sure. Stacey Abrams yeah. can
0: get something, but
1: I don't know. Like, I'm
0: not going to fucking freak out about her, but she isn't. What is your issue with her? Well, because she's not like a saint. She's like Stacey Abrams. Was... Is your issue that she likes Anne Rand? <laughs> I mean, that's not a fucking selling point for me. No, I mean, right? It's just Stacey, she's Abrams, not bad. Stacey Abrams. Stacey Abrams was always fine. She was always good enough. She was always like fine, but then now that fucking Georgia flipped, everyone's acting like she's a fucking like living saint. Like I mean, fucking they had done that for a while.
1: But it's just she's it's just... not.
0: But she's not. Like I see people who are, like on the left being like Stacey Abrams is like the best thing to happen, and blah blah blah, and you need to recognize the power of a strong black woman. It's like yeah, that's that's cool. That's fine. But like, I just don't understand what's the other. What's the other? Like, what's the issue though?
1: I besides... don't
0: understand why people ignore the fact that she came out against Medicare for all and then still want to act like she's this savior of the left. Is my big mm. thing at the end of the day with Stacey Abrams. And the iron oh, shit is that. fucking lame. Yeah, no,
1: she's like not for Medicare for all. Oh, that's annoying. That's I what when, like that's annoying. That's not even like a I hate you thing. It's more just like And I never what? said I fucking hate her. I just think it's fucking it was. It's the same way I felt You're about. You're committed like, to having a negative, like. What are feeling you? T- towards no, her. I'm not. I have an opinion about her, Jordan. I'm not. Whenever com- she's brought up, you have to make sure that everyone knows that you know something we all don't, or that, uh, or you have to make it known that she's not a saint. You know. But you know, honestly, that's two strikes against her. I mean, I don't like the. I mean, Medicare for all is like the main thing. Like. What the fuck is wrong with you if you're not for that? And then, um, and then the Anne Rand thing, which is just weird how she was like, My favorite book is Fountainhead by Anne Rand. It's like, What? (laughs) That is weird. Like, for someone who's supposed to be, like, I don't know, for anything that has to do with collective thought or like working together in any way. It's just, that is kind of weird. So that's two strikes against her, in my eyes. I
0: mean, whatever. I don't, and also, like, I don't really give a shit about Stacey. I don't give a shit about most of these people, but,
1: yeah, I mean. I mean, she's a huge reason why Georgia flipped. It's her and, like, her team of, like, people that, like, got out to, like, register people, you know? Yeah,
0: and that's awesome. That is cool. But, yeah, sure, I will be the stick in the mud when people are like, she's the best thing to happen in Southern politics. Like, well, she's not for immediate Medicare for all, so she's not that great. You know, like, so, sorry, dude, like, you're not going to have, like, I mean, honestly, you're not going to have a savior of left-wing politics in American, like, politics in general. It just does not exist. There is no, like, you're not going to get, like, fucking, what, Eugene Debs or whatever again. Like, you're not going to have, like, some radical fucking union dude or, like, an actual, like, communist getting into any, right. like, interesting, uh you know level of power in American politics, you're not. And we can do the whole like, well, technically AOC and Bernie would be center left at best on the international stage because the Nordic model says blah, blah. and like, yeah, that's fucking true. And that like has been driven home to death by anyone who's aware of, you know, international politics. But it's like with America, you kind of have to take what you can get. And I will gladly take a Stacey Abrams or an Elizabeth Warren over fucking John Kerry any day of the week for anything, but it's still like, you can't ignore these people's shortcomings and they need to be held accountable. And that's all it is. I'm not fucking dedicated to hating her. If she fucking came out and was like, yo, I actually, I fucked up. Like, I think, you know, immediate Medicare for all needs to be instituted. Then I'd be like, all right, cool. Like you are cool. Now you are cooler. Now we can talk about what's on your bookshelf later, but like, you know what I mean? Like you just have to hold these people fucking (laughs) accountable.
1: And like the only way that her bookshelf's just filled with like some crazy right wing shit, but she like only talks about like
0: It's just all Ayn Rand and like fucking L. Ron Hubbard fucking fantasy <laughs> novels and shit. Yeah.
1: But yeah, no, I mean like that yeah. was
0: the thing that like really got to be annoying with like the, the
1: like the primary season and especially like afterwards, like Also she probably said that because she was running for governor and was like N- you know, you can't you can't be super left in Georgia and expect to win anything. So there's that, too. The strategy thing. Yeah, I mean, it is a strategy. I
0: mean, that's the thing. is, It is a strategy thing, and she, you know, played her hand the best she could, and obviously, Georgia, you got to really tread lightly, and, you know, she did what she thought she had to do and came up short and now it's, you know, that's part of her fucking record and it's part of valid criticism. same way it would be with anybody is like, Mm -hmm. you pick...
1: like, let's say she wins and then Medicare for all, well, I mean, not as governor, let's say she was a senator or something and Medicare, I bet you she would vote for it is all I'm saying. I mean, oh yeah, 100%.
0: It's not a matter of like what she would, we can speculate that she would vote for. I mean, obviously she would vote for that shit but I'm just saying like, she is she wasn't like a Medicare for all candidate and that's something that needs to be brought up when you're talking about how much she rocks. And she does rock. Like her voter suppression work is great, you know. It it enfranchises more people to vote. It's not And that's the other thing that I don't like about people talking about Stacey Abrams is they only bring her up because Georgia flipped. So they're looking at it as she made it so that more people can vote democrat, which isn't the good thing. The good thing is that she made it so that more people in general were able to vote. And that's something that right. gets like gets overlooked a lot with like this hyper partisan election cycle with her specifically. Is this whole like the work she did like getting people out to vote For the Democrats, like, no, stop. Cut the sentence off when you start making it about Democrats. Like she rocks because she got people to polls regardless of who she was voting for. And like, if you care about democracy, like that's what you should care about. Not the fact that she got people to vote for fucking Biden, because I guarantee you if there was a Stacey Abrams of the right, you know, so there's someone who was working on voter disenfranchisement, but was like a Trump supporter people would fucking hate that person because they got more people out to vote for Trump when objectively they're doing a good thing by getting more people out to vote. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, the only reason that people like her so much is because well, it's all about the areas you she's helping Biden.
1: It it's all about the areas you choose to do it in. She was probably focusing on those areas around Atlanta and shit. Well, it's because she's from oh, there. But, you know, I'm I'm right. just saying, like, it's cool that she got more people
0: to vote. It It's fucking lame that people only use it in the context of like a Democratic vote. Like a vote for the Democratic yeah. candidate, is what I mean.
1: Yeah, I guess. I, the point is, don't get you a Stacia Abrams stuffed teddy bear for Christmas. Do they have those? The... <laughs> no, but I was imagining it, and I was like, that'd be so cool. Would it be? That's really weird. I think political candidates in general as like stuffed Figures would be. Do they funny.
0: have like Funko Pop dolls of people?
1: Like, could I get like a fucking uh, Bernie Funko dude? No, not that I know of. But I know someone who has political figurines, and they have, as of right now. They oh, they have, do. They have a Bernie
0: Sanders Funko Pop. Oh, nice. It's a hundred dollars on Amazon.
1: What? That's ex- That's way too much. But it's from the someone... It's from
0: the 2016 campaign. Oh, okay. Then that's So why. it's like hyper. Because they don't make them anymore.
1: Oh, yeah. That's kind of cool. There you can get John so now F. We Kennedy. Know.
0: Pick- oh, my God. They have Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton's only $40.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, God. It's because nobody fucking wants Donald me. Trump. They have a Donald Trump one for 300 What? Yeah. Oh, from 2016, I'm sure. Oh, God. They have Ruth Bader Ginsburg. That's $25. bucks.
1: mm hmm Oh, you should buy that one. That one might be worth something later on. You can buy that one. I don't need a Ruth Bader Ginsburg doll. Um, I know someone who has, like, figurines, like, collectible figurines, and they have AOC, Elizabeth Warren, Bernie, Barack. I think there's one more they
0: have. But anyway. Yeah, but that's, like, that's... I like politics, but like oh, Ru- that's RGB. weird. Like th- like having a fucking like GI Joe of like Al Gore or something is fucking weird. It's kind of cool though if you're into that stuff. I mean, I, yeah, yeah, but again, like, but but okay,
1: sure. But like being into that stuff like isn't really cool. No, I mean nobody wants to be caught dead having those figurines on their bookshelf. Like this person does, but I bet they do. Yeah, exactly. But I bet your fucking homie does. <laughs> but if you have him in your closet, like stashed away, um, then yeah, she's our I... person's gonna hate me for saying that. <laughs> I mean, they're not gonna know who it is.
0: But no, I want to go back to a, like the 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 Abrams thing, not to really get into her more, but like that was like this weird leftover thing. From the primaries when like there was all the like the Elizabeth Warren people and like the Pete Boot like there were all these like weird camps for these like primary candidates and then like like uh, especially God, especially like the Kamala people. I think like like the hive might be the most obnoxious like political force on the internet because they were vindicated. And and, and so they oh, had yeah. like their weird like rise, like they fucking
1: See, I don't I don't pay attention. I I'm not seeing this. So you have to. You should send me some of this stuff because I, I am interested in seeing it. Because I I have not even seen the. If case. that's the way to get my you to answer Instagram, my
0: text messages, I will send you these terrible things.
1: My Instagram is filled with people hating on her because she's a cop. We're like, yeah, as they like, should. we have to vote for Biden, but like, don't get complacent or whatever. It's like a lot of that in my Instagram, and I don't use Twitter that much. I know you do. I I actually I somehow get notifications of you doing stuff on Twitter. Really? So, yeah. That's cute. But yeah, no, like that
0: was like one of the most annoying, annoying parts of like the post primary season was all these people who were like diehard, like Warren and like diehard Kamala. And they just like, they stayed in that like weird little camp and they were just like, well, if she was here, she would do this. And, and you guys didn't vote for her. So now we're stuck with Biden. And it just became this like weird cult of personality. And I mean, like that's also like a lot yeah. of American politics, right is like the cult of personality, but it's like for sure, I don't know, like all that shit was just so fucking annoying to have to deal with and like argue like well, theoretically, like Elizabeth Warren would have done this, but since you didn't vote for her now we're stuck with blah blah blah, and it's just like i got i mean I got into so many fucking arguments with like
1: right you know cuz
0: and then like when bernie bro became a slur that was that was a very fun thing like
1: yeah and now we uh i wear it as a badge of honor oh god
0: that's even worse
1: that that is even more <laughs>
0: obnoxious than than any of that stuff but yeah. i don't know like i think that a lot of like the people in the democratic primary worked better as a martyr than they would have as like the actual protagonist And I feel that way about Stacey Abrams also. Like, Stacey Abrams was was this exciting candidate, but I think that a lot of, like, the attention that was given to her was because she had all of this momentum and then she lost. And so she became this martyr and this, like, what if. She's
1: got, she's such a good speaker. She's such a good, like, like, she really should be on top of somewhere, somewhere, you know what I mean? Like, you can say that, but like she actually has a very powerful, um, she's very powerful at bringing people together. And like, I'm not arguing, her-
0: I'm not saying that she isn't. I'm just saying that from what I observed, most of the conversations around Stacey Abrams was all about this what if and how things would have been better around her. And that was very, yeah, but he,
1: the- I think we should focus in on more so, like even after she lost, she still continued to work for those people in Georgia.
0: One hundred percent, and
1: it was it's great that she did, but it, I
0: couldn't help but f- you know feeling that it was very similar to the conversations that people were having after fucking like Beto O'Rourke. Yeah, all of these people left, and then it just became this thing where they were like idolized as this like what if character. Stacey Abrams is the exception to that because she actually put in work and continued to do shit even though she, like, lost. But it's like, what the fuck is Beto doing right now? What the fuck is Buttigieg doing
1: right now? You know what I mean? Well, but, actually, Buttigieg started a podcast. Yeah, no, he's our competition. Fuck him. But yeah, like, And he's getting prepped to be, like, he's not a good example. Beto O'Rourke, though, yeah, where the fuck is he? Shooting guns somewhere in Texas.
0: But, probably. I mean, no, he he's any of them are a fine example because you had the people who were in their camp and they never shut the fuck up about how wonderful they were going to be. And I felt like, and I feel like that was a lot of the, that still is a lot of like the Stacey Abrams stuff is people are ignoring the good things that she's actually doing and has done. And then they only bring her up when it's like this weird, like, it's just like this weird, like what if scenario or like whenever it's like advantageous, like they're weird, like, like, you know, Democrat, like, leaning shit, and they bring her up, but it's like, you wouldn't give a fuck about her if this wasn't an election cycle. Like, you right. wouldn't know who Stacey Abrams was if she wasn't running for governor. Like, so, um, yeah. No, I agree. And that's, but like, um, just to end that out, is like, that's something that, like, like, sort of carried on, like, with the primary people, like, with the Elizabeth Warren people and the Kamala people and the fucking. Cory oh, Bu- I know like some Cory Booker people, like Andrew Yang people, like it just became this whole thing where like they were idolized as like this what if character instead of like anything practical that they're doing.
1: I think Andrew Yang's prominent just because like the universal basic income thing during the pandemic should really be a thing that people are talking, should be talking about. Oh know? yeah, 100%. So you know he's still showing up on people's podcasts and things like that. Well, he's Um, never going to go away because he his message has aged well. He might be an he'd be an interesting one to put somewhere. They're not going to put him anywhere. You don't think so? No, they're not going to put him anywhere.
0: Mitch McConnell wouldn't let him
1: anywhere near anything. Okay. Um. Yeah. Really quick, the parting. It's Thanksgiving this week, guys! Yay. And um, there's a pardoning of Turkey that Trump did, and this is the the interesting thing, is that he said Thanksgiving is a wonderful day. I'm gonna try and remember I didn't write it down. I thought I did. Great. <laughs> thanks. Great. Thanks. He basically said Thanksgiving is a wonderful day, um, but this time it's not or something. Fuck. Never mind. I fucking ruined it. You did such but,
0: a good job, Jordan. Hold on.
1: I'll, keep talking. I'm gonna bring it up because it's actually I, I, I want to ask something about it.
0: I mean, I don't really have much to say about Thanksgiving in general. I know they pardon a turkey or whatever, but, like, I don't know. Thanksgiving this year is going to be fucking weird. And um, I'm very, very curious to see the COVID spike that happens in the next two weeks because people decided to go hang out with their fucking family instead of sitting alone. And, like, I don't understand that, like, with people who are, like, super horny to go see their family, where it's just, like... I can't think of anything better than eating Thanksgiving food, but like me doing it on my own schedule, like, you know, by myself or like with my partner or something. Like, I don't know why people are like so anxious to go drive three hours to be with family who they don't talk to anyway. It's just like to complete like the, the second to last American ritual, like in the calendar year. Like, it's just fucking bizarre to me. But I don't know. We're doing like a whole distance thing. I have so many fucking Zoom calls to do for Thanksgiving also. Like it's pretty fucking ridiculous like how how busy our schedule is even when I'm supposed to be left alone. But good thing is this year the fucking Ravens are playing on Thanksgiving. So I'll actually be paying attention to the football game this year. I forget if we're I don't know if we're playing the early game or the late game, but we are playing and so I am looking forward to that. But I have to like I actually need to figure out when that is so I can schedule all my stupid Zoom calls around the Ravens game because that's like the only good part about it. Well, also the food's going to be sick. We don't have to make any of our own food. Are you fucking done on your phone yet? I'm just rambling, Jordan.
1: (laughs) Fuck it, dude, because the fucking article that I pulled up that had it on there will not come up. Like It's like the internet just won't... No, other ones are coming up, but not that one. Anyway... Fuck it. We don't have to talk about that one. But he basically said, I was trying to, he said something about how like this time it's not. And I was wondering if he was talking about personal. Yeah. I was wondering if he was talking about like, as in the Turkey or as in like, because he didn't win this Thanksgiving is not going to be a good one. That's what I was trying to get at. And he had a quote and I should have wrote it down, but for some reason, you know, it didn't pop up anyway, whatever. Did you see this crazy Utah thing in the monolith?
0: Oh yeah, I saw that.
1: It's just an artist, right?
0: It has to be. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I saw that and everyone looks was like, like it's uh, uh, in two thousand one, blah blah blah. And then yeah. I don't know, I saw something where like they started, they like tried to talk to like other like like uh, artists who do like installation dudes like in the general area, <laughs> and they're like, oh yeah, that might be that dude John, or it might be this lady Sue, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no that's crazy but chances are it's like somebody out here doing some some weird shit
1: well and now they're like well it's against the law to do like put up art pieces without telling us so now whoever art well we'll probably never know because now i want to just know like i'm waiting for the person to be like yeah that's my shit but like now they don't want to because it's against the law they'll probably get fined so they're I, probably just gonna be like i saw the I article
0: of like the guys who found it they're like trying to photos of sheep or something and then Mm -hmm. the dude was like what the fuck man (laughs) and I guess like the rangers or whoever the fuck who like went to investigate were joking and they were like yeah if anyone immediately disappears when we approach this monolith just fucking run (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know (laughs) I okay on a serious note and I say serious very seriously imagine having to be part of the crew that's now going to be tasked to remove that and how fucking scared you're going to be, that just, like, Haster is underneath. Like, you're just going to lift it up, and fucking, like, Dagon comes and gets you or
1: something? You think they're going to remove it? Because it's such a national thing that like, I feel like gonna, They have an obligation. You know
0: goddamn well there. that fucking America will take away any interesting or joyful thing that we have.
1: I hope it's just the door to Hollow Earth. That's what I'm saying. Like,
0: the, <laughs> like, the people who have to remove that are going to be so fucking nervous that they're going to be doing something
1: crazy. Right. You know, or that's just the key to like, I don't know. You just remove that, and like, it's actually a, it's Earth is actually another alien race's grenade, and that's the pin to it.
0: All right. We're ending this. This is done. I'm done. All right. <laughs> Me too. I'm done. <laughs> Jesus. Christ. I, I was
1: trying, you know, I was trying to prolong it. Um, yeah. But yeah. Cool. Um,
0: But yeah, it's Thanksgiving, so. Don't fucking get COVID. Please don't fucking get, get COVID because you wanted to go home for Thanksgiving. Yeah. But, all right, guys. Thank you for listening, as always. Um, give us a review if you like the show. Tell your friends if you like the show. You can find the show on all the social media places. From there, you can find um, our shit as well, um, our individual stuff. Um, we have a Patreon, five bucks a month. Gets you an extra episode every week and uh, access to the Discord. Um, yeah, I can't think of anything else. I'm burnt out. Yeah, It's been a long fucking week, and it's, like, I don't know, this time of year, like, always fucks with me, just because of the holidays mm-hmm.
1: coming up, and it's just, like, this, I don't know. I, I agree, man. I'm, like, you know, uh, yeah, I, I agree. No, yeah. I I didn't have a brain to begin with, and now you're gonna throw all these, I don't, uh, the gifts. Do you have to get people gifts? For Thanksgiving? No. No, I mean for Christmas. I mean, this is the time where you gotta start getting serious about
0: it. I mean, luckily I'm buying a house, so I can use that as an excuse. Last oh, year I perfect. didn't get people anything because I was broke. Now I'm just be like, dude, I bought a house. I ain't got money for you. Right. And also I'm not gonna see anybody in person, so I can just do it whenever throughout the year and be like, Oh what, it got lost in the mail? Shit, my bad. Looks like I have to rebuy it, yeah. resend it in the spring. Whoops.
1: Right. You know. But I'm also not a big, right, guy. <laughs> Sorry, I just cut you off. All right, bye.